Welcome to the Single Cell World, the podcast for scientists in which we disentangle single cell technology. Here, frustration and failure are transformed into clarity and understanding. I am Katia Motinho, and in this podcast, I want to share with you my experience in single cell research. How? In the form of useful advices that you can use in the lab after each episode. Ready to learn? Let's start. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another live podcast episode. This time we are live on LinkedIn. I hope you are having a good Monday. And today I will talk about the different methods of special transcriptomics. And as an example, I will mention also uh, commercial options. As always, I'm sure that uh, some commercial option will be missing. So if you know some company that I will don't mention today, just please let me know. But first, I want to know if you are listening to my sound. So since this is an audio event, I, I can see that you are listening. So I will uh, ask you to react. On the bottom of, uh, of the screen, you will have a reaction. I will send you one now. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you. So now I, I know that the, the sound is good. And before I start, I just want to, to thank you for being here and quickly tell you how you can participate. So you saw the part where you can react the reactions. And then what you can do is to, in the reactions, you can do, for example, like this. And um, you can participate. I will, I will just check here. Yeah, I will unmute and you can give your opinion, ask questions. Okay. It's, it, it's the idea is to be an interactive uh, podcast. So feel free to participate. And okay, let's talk now about the different special transcriptomics methods or technologies because there are so many that, to be honest, before I start really studying it for my scientific consultations, I was a little bit confused with what is what, what uh, kits or what technology, um, the outputs that they could give to me. So it was a little bit um, confusing. And for example, the fact that most part of the methods are being commercialized with a different name than the one they are being published, or sometimes uh, companies talk about special single cell kits, but they don't really clarify upfront if it is spatial transcriptomics, spatial proteomics, or both. So all this uh, can make it a little bit overwhelmed, especially for new people in the field. But as always, let's start from the basics. Today we will be talking about spatial transcriptomics, so let's just refresh our memories or our minds uh, with what is spatial transcriptomics. Transcriptomics is when we study the RNA, more precisely the coding RNA, the mRNA, the transcripts, and spatial because we will know their spatial localization on a certain biological tissue. Like, for example, if the tissue is a map, and we will know where each RNA transcript will be localized. And how can we know this? Well, using special transcriptomics methods. And as I mentioned, there are a lot, 12 to be exact, at least that I know, that I'm aware. 12 cannot be, maybe you will think 12, just 12. Well, for me, it's a lot because they are 
always different. Somehow, some even if it's the smallest detail, they are different. So it's a lot of information, a lot of um, methods to be aware of. And uh, yeah, we should always know all the details of the technology or of the different methods for after we can decide in the best way that we can uh, for our projects. Still, these 12 methods, we can divide them in two main categories. You know that I like to simplify <laughs> everything. So all these methods, special transcriptomics we are talking about today, they can be split in two main categories. The first that I will talk are the methods that are based on sequencing, where at the end we will have CD a CDNA library that we will need to sequence. So at the end, the output of this experiment at the wet lab will be sequences. So here we will need obligatory to have uh, access to a sequencer. Okay. Of course, each method uh, is, as I mentioned, there are specific things. However, they work in the kind of the same way. <laughs> okay. And this is what I will explain you now. What we will need to do uh, when we are using these methods, the um, special transcriptomics uh, sequencing based methods, is to place our tissue a very, very thin section of our tissue that can go between 5 to 15 micrometers. And this will depend on the, the kit that we are using, on the type of tissue that we are using, okay? So we put a very thin section of our biological tissue on top of a glass or plastic slide. A slide is just a rectangle, okay? Like a glass rectangle. The first thing to do, in my opinion, uh, some of the, um, the kids, they tell you to do others is like kind of is your choice to do or not. But for me, the first thing that we need to do is to stain this tissue with emetoxylin and eucin and take some pictures. I will talk in more detail about this kind of staining in the future live episode. But hematoxylin and eucine, what is like they are dyes that we, we, with which we stain our tissue and it will stain the cytoplasm and the nuclei. And what we will be able to, to see is the structure of our tissue. If it's okay, if the tissue is not destroyed, okay, if it's good. And this is essential for after we have good results in the spatial. And also, we will see different regions on the tissue. I will give an example that will make it more clear. Let's imagine that uh, we have a tumor sample. But as we already know, um, well, or maybe not, if you are not the oncology, sorry. So when we remove the tissue, there is always uh, the remove of the tumor uh, from the patient. And uh, it's also removed a part of normal tissue. So when we do this section, what we will see, maybe if this is the piece of tissue that we are using, maybe our piece of tissue that we will analyze will have a part a region on the, the tissue that is normal, normal cells, and the other that will be the tumor. That it will be great because it, we will have internal control, right? But we need to know after the RNAs are being expressed where. It's in the part that is normal tissue or uh, it's in the part that is cancer tissue. So this to give you an idea why it's so important for us to know about the like the structure, but also the regions within our tissue. And in these images, what we will do at the end will 
we will have, okay, uh, transcripts of RNA that I will explain after how we will get this information. And we will overlap. We will overlap these images of the structure of our tissue and after the uh, RNA transcripts signal, okay? So like this, we will have a spatial image, spatial information. And this um, RNA, I will call it spot. There will be spots, okay? This is what we will see. And let's give a, a step back. Um, so we will place our biological tissue on top of the slide. This spatial transcriptomic slide is special. It will be covered or it is covered, let's say, with spots. Literally, they are spots or beads, small uh, beads, okay, that will be covering all the slides. And here, um, these spots or beads, what will they have? They will have probes, probes that are oligos, okay, and these oligos will end in a poly T, a lot of T's. And the probe, these probes are also, each one is special also. Why? Because they contain a specific barcode as if it is a GPS coordinate. And this is what will allow us after to find out where each RNA comes from, where they are they localized. The spot's size or bead, uh, bead size and number uh, per slide changes according to the technology that we will be using. So um, everything starts with spots that were kind of big and then uh, there is technology that the beads are very, very tiny, very small. And this gives us uh, more resolution. Okay, so yeah. After we have placed our biological tissue, on top of the slide, what we will do is to lyse the tissue cells. And we will do this just putting on top of the tissue a lysis buffer, okay? Then what will happen? The RNA will get out of the cells down to the glass slide. And there it will be trapped by the probes, okay? Because our mRNA is poly A, so we have like, a, let's say, a tail, right? A vertical probe, so a tail that has a lot of T's and they will get are complementary to the T's and will get well our mRNA will get stuck there. Okay, we'll we'll get trapped. After this, what we'll do is to transform the RNA into complementary DNA, into cDNA. We will amplify and finally sequence it. Again, this is a very simple version of what is happening, okay? But what I want is for you to have an idea of what is happening with this kind of technology. Again, spatial transcriptomics, sequencing-based methods. Examples of commercial kits uh, for this type of approaches. We have Visium, um, that was one of the first to, to be commercialized. This is from Tenex Genomics. Then we have CurioSeeker from Curio Biosciences or Stomics from BGI. Do you have any questions, any comments right now? Okay, I will continue. So the second category of spatial transcriptomics approaches are image-based methods. And here, instead of sequencing at the end of us to have as output a sequence or sequences, we will have pictures, high-resolution pictures that we will need to take. So we will need a microscope or a scanner that at the end is the same, okay? Uh, so we will need this. This is the, the essential part that we will have. 
And these methods are also based on probes. But instead of being the RNA that goes to the probe, like uh, what I explained before, no, here is the probe that goes to the RNA. And when I heard about these methods uh, for the first time, after mm, a lot of years <laughs> in the wet lab doing molecular biology, I thought, really? I did this long time ago during my PhD. Why is this fuss about this technology? Well, what I did was fish fluorescence in situ hybridization. And it's true that is the basis of spatial uh, transcriptomics based on uh, imaging. It's true. And yeah, I will explain you after. But of course, with increased number of detected genes, the image resolution is a lot more. So, of course, uh, like the, the fish that I did back then is very primitive compared to the, the technology that was developed based on this technology on fish. And um, so how does it work, the fish? I will explain how it works the fish and also uh, this kind of special transcriptomics just for you to have an idea. But I will enter in more detail in a future episode because otherwise it will be too much information. So what we will do? First, we will need to know what genes we are interested on in studying. This is the first thing because, yes, these are target approaches. Okay, it's true that depending on the methods or technology or the kits, right, we can detect different number of genes. But we will need to have probes that are specifically designed to hybridize to the complementary RNA. And these RNAs, we need to know what we want to study. Most part of the companies offer certain panels of genes. So there are panels, especially in oncology. Okay, However, we can always customize it. So we can add extra genes or we can even create our own panels. And then at the lab, in the wet lab part, what we will do, again, we will put our biological tissue, a thin layer on a glass slide as before, but this, these slides are standard slides. And after, what we will do is to hybridize our probes. These probes, uh, they come resuspended in a liquid and we will put on top of the tissue. And these probes will be fluorescent. They can be fluorescent from the beginning, so we can order them and buy them already with a fluorochrome attached, or they can be added after uh, the experiment. We start the experiment and during, during, yeah, during is bet the better word. During the experiment, we will add fluorochromes that can be different fluorochromes. And this is what will make um, us have more, um, so we will combine different fluorochromes from, for the same probe. And this is what will give us more genes uh, that we can detect compared with a fish. But again, I will give you details of this next episode. But basically, after these fluorescent signals, right, that are the probes that are identifying the RNA transcripts that we are interested in studying, they will be detected by a microscope. And here we are talking about high-resolution microscopes. So this is what makes us able to, after, so we take the pictures with high resolution and then we can amplify our pictures and detect the fluorescent signals at cellular level. 
Okay, so everything starts a little, I think, yeah, I, I was thinking here, yeah, all these um, special transcriptomics uh, image based methods, they were always uh, single cell resolution because in a single cell we could uh, detect a single cell and then go and see if we have a fluorescent signal or not. But uh, with a fish we could see that, but of course when we try to amplify the image to see more, to, to go to subcellular um, detection resolution, we couldn't. And this is what we have now. We have these high-resolution microscopes or scanners. So as I told you, um, over the following live episodes, I will enter in more details about these image-based methods because I think it's really important for us, for you to know about the, the different ways of amplifying this fluorescent uh, signal that is what it's done. So as if we start with the probes fish, no, and we want to amplify the signal. Amplify not just to detect a more bright signal, but able to detect more RNAs. And there were different modifications to the fish-based uh, protocol that I will mention um, over yeah the next episode. It will be the next, yeah, in two weeks, and this time on Instagram. But don't worry, because I'm recording the, the live episode, so you, if you don't have Instagram, don't worry, it, you will be able to listen to the live podcast on the, the website. Uh, because I think for today, it, it's enough information, okay? Ah, some of the companies that are commercializing spatial transcriptomics, image-based technology. They are nanostring. Resolve Biosciences, Visgen, Ecoia, Rebos Biosystems, Spatial Genomics, Tenex Genomics, and ACD Bio. So this is everything for today. Let me know if you have questions now, comments. Today it was really for... My goal was like, okay, there are so many spatial um, transcriptomics technology. Let's put some order. Let's organize this, right? And yeah, so many, but they can be splitted in two main categories. The ones that we need a sequencer because we'll need to sequence and the ones that we will need a microscope or a scanner and we will need to take a lot of photos, high resolution. Okay, this was like the, the summary of today. So let me... See if you have some questions, comments. No? By the way, these live podcasts are more short than when I do interviews. So if you don't have any questions, thank you so much once again for attending to this event. It's very good for me to see faces, the people that are listening. I hope you are listening. I hope you are not just connected. Well, anyways, it's really good for me. It motivates me to do more um, podcasts. And anything that uh, you have in your mind, for example, if you have an idea or a topic that you, uh, you want me to discuss or to talk about, just write me, write me through LinkedIn or to the email. So yeah, feel free to tell me what you want because at the end of the day, I'm doing this for you. Okay. So yes, again, thank you so much for attending today and for supporting this podcast. See you next Monday. Thanks for listening to the Single Cell World podcast. If you think it was useful or you learned something new, 
please spend some seconds rating this podcast on Spotify or leaving a comment on Apple Podcasts. It will make me super, super happy. For more tips or advice, follow me in Instagram or Twitter at Single Cell World or simply subscribe our website or blog at www.thesinglecellworld.com. Well, I will wait for you next Monday with a new episode. Thank you.